0: What's up? What's up y'all? It is T from TNT La Vida. What is going on? I haven't recorded in a hot minute. I know your girl's been hecka busy. I have had, you know, life, you know what we do as women work school um personal situations come up but so many things yeah don't want to like bombard you with all of this stuff but i am here and i'm bringing you today's episode called the working woman yes because i work full-time um 40 hours plus a week, y'all. And I've already shared a little bit about who I was in my intro, so you guys know I work from the healthcare field, and that is challenging. Um, if I didn't know what I was made of, let me tell you, I know what I'm made of. I'm getting thick skin, and I'm learning, and I'm growing, and I'm becoming um, this different woman in this role. Is a positive? Is a negative? Uh, let's just dig deep into what is the outcome of my working self. So I was working in this certain clinic or office with a group of great women great individuals. Um, It was like a family-oriented, loyal group of people. We went through a whole pandemic together. The beginning of COVID-19, we just grew closer together, and we just developed this closeness and this loyalty, and we're at work every day, and we just went through it together. Um, But this opportunity presented itself, and at this time, I was feeling... A little bit stagnant in my position. Um, you know, I had been there for some time already and it was almost like I was feeling a bit robotic in my work life. I thought, you know, I was there for so long because I, I truly love and still do these group of women. Um, but I also stood too because it was a great job to have while I was getting my undergrad undergraduate degree. And that kept me going every day, every day. I'm like, I'm here, you know, I'm getting this degree. I'm working. I love what I do. I love interacting with individuals and I love helping people. So being in the healthcare industry, you get to help people. Um, You get to meet people where they're at. You get to offer and provide hope and be optimistic and positive and encourage them and congratulate them for their milestones of, that they've achieved um, within their own personal health care. And, um, you know, but time had came where I just was feeling stagnant and I was like, what am I gonna do now, you know? Um, I was very being very picky of where I wanted to work and how I wanted to utilize my undergrad degree. Um, so this opportunity presented itself for me to step into a leadership role. But this leadership role was taking me out of my current office um, and into another office where we serve um, or we serve you know rural rural um, clientele. So uh, people that are getting medical, people that don't have insurance, uh, people that live um, beneath a um, poverty line um, where they don't have resources and they don't have um, social support. And so I thought, you know what you know they need, a lot of help. And I thought in taking this position will help me grow as a leader and help me uh, develop my leadership style and um, learn a lot of, about an organization through the other side of things, which is like the business. So, you know, I went into this position with this mindset of this office and needs a culture change. Um, So I took the job and let me tell you, man oh man, it is not what I expected. Um, When I first started working there, I quickly understood the culture of this office. And I quickly understood that there was some situations that I needed to continue observing in order for me to kind of develop my approach when it was time for me to sit at the table, and talk. So if I can share with you guys that when you take on a new role as a leader or a manager or a director, always go in there with the of course an optimistic outlook, <laughs> positive outlook, and just observe. Just observe the situation, observe your surroundings, observe people's behaviors and um, the way they speak to one another. Um, You know, hear what they're chatting about or their concerns um, and just don't go in there trying to change anything because your goal, my goal was just to see where the help is needed and kind of um, be that assistance. Um, And so that's what I did. And it was a challenge. You guys, I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) It's still to this day is a challenge, but it's rewarding because I still love to help people and I love to meet people where they're at and I love to hear and listen to other people's stories and their difficulties and provide some sense of hope to them, whether it's the people we serve or the employees that I lead. So... um. You know, working as a lead and understanding people's um, different personalities and different worth ethic um, is challenging. You know, I'm a very kind and empathetic person and not too many things bug me. Like, you know, (laughs) I'm grown, like I'm not petty. I'm very professional. um, I'm a good judge of what is worthy of discussion and what is not. I'm not going to just bicker and complain about every little thing. I'm not a controlling person. Um, I'm very professional, again, and almost 90% or 95% of the time, I maintain that professionalism. I think it's important to be professional at work during your work hours. But after those work hours, there are times I just want to be gangster. I just want to be like, girl let me call you up, let me call you up and tell you X, Y, and Z, like, and when you're going into the work field, and you're taking on this new role, I was like, you have to have that balance, like, you have to put that face on face off, like, it is just real life, like, and not too many people I've seen in this environment that think that that's something that they should be doing. Um, they kind of think of it as like being fake or being like just yeah fake point blank fake like i ain't fake like i'm gonna tell you like it is blah 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 blah. i don't care who you are what you do like straight up like i'm this way you take it or leave it i don't care and unfortunately y'all and it it does not work that way does not work that way um you know, and worth ethic, like just examples of worth ethic, like you're going to start observing like all these people's worth ethic. And when I say worth ethic, again, for the fifth time, I'm talking about like professionalism, reliability, discipline, dedication, integrity, productivity, being efficient, um, in what you do every single day. And, um, not everybody has good worth ethic. And how do you manage that? How do you lead that without conflict? Like, hmm. and those are the things that I'm learning, you know, that I'm seeing that I'm it, it's helping me develop some things about myself that I'm uncomfortable with. Um, addressing. Um, and when we think of good worth ethic, I don't know, but like sometimes I don't know if it's true for you guys, but like maybe we think like, oh, it's a younger people thing. Like young people don't have good worth ethic. And, you know, all these <laughs> Gen Z's or all these whatever's, whatever's just young people just don't have good worth ethic. And I'm telling you, at least for my obs- observation in this new role, it's just not young people, guys. Like, quit playing yourselves. <laughs> don't say that. It's not young people. There are some grown folk out there that don't have good word at it, you know? And it all goes back to deeper things, like things that are not in your control. And, and like managing older adults and how, you know, older people um, take my authority differently. How they don't really respect what i say or think that i'm knowledgeable enough or credible enough to be telling or advising or suggesting hard situations like conflicts or things like this like like i'm not capable um of doing those things so i get a lot of pushback so when i got into this new role i just uh, was observing observing situations kind of just took the back road, kind of just um, chilled, stood around, didn't really say much, um, and kind of was trying to find my place within the organization. um, And quickly discovered that there was a lot of um, control in the structure of the organization that there where I work. So like um, control and Um, toxic work environment and um, the ability for people that are in certain positions to make you feel like you're walking on eggshells every day is not a good feeling but what do you do when you find work bullies or you encounter work bullies or you come across work bullies what do you do like for instance like I had no idea you know I came in from the out like A lot of people told me and a lot of people talked to me about this place, but I am very optimistic. I don't go in like seeing the glass half empty. I see the glass half full. I see I'm a helper, like, you know, but I'm also a critical thinker and I'm also somebody that can be taken as an introvert. But we need more introverts in the workplace because we're very subtle, we're quiet, but we're observing and we're taking notes and we're making action plans in our head and our brain and after hours and on the weekends and um, taking things that we observe that can be potential limitations and help develop the limitations and two strengths so but what do you do when you encounter a work bully like have y'all had work bullies? like what did you guys do um i had one very important woman in my life and in my professional path tell me the best thing to do is document 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 your interaction document everything that happens and occurs and don't do anything with it just document and because you You won't remember what what happened, what exactly was said, Um, just in case it gets to the point where like you need to make a complaint or it's too much for you to handle. Document the situations Um, not to be a snitch. okay, y'all like we're grown here, like not to be a snitch, not to be weak. But to be to protect yourself, to protect yourself, basically, and to help reread and rediscover, like to sort it out like, okay, maybe I was tripping. Maybe like I had started my uh, menstrual cycle that week and I was just off the chain, you know, or my emotions were everywhere. Was this emotionally led or was this logically or, you know, um, those types of things, but document, um, for your own mental health. And in case you need to go to HR, like there's resources that are there in place to protect you. And yeah, sometimes they'll foul you. And sometimes they won't do what they're supposed to do, but do what you got to do and take it to them. And do let them do their part and from there just see where it goes. And in the case that I was involved in, there was just a lot of sabotage happening, and it was really weird. It was like, okay, am I tripping? Like, is this what really was said? Am I seeing this? Um, is like literally, I was just like, I can't, you know, this is all like not happening. There was a lot of sabotage happening. Um, it was like these individuals were like protecting like their space. Like somebody was going to come, come up and like rip it from underneath them. Um, when I came on board, um, like they were protecting their financial situation or they were protecting, um, something that they possibly can be taken from them. Um, what that was, I don't know. I have no idea what that was or what it could be. And frankly, I don't care. I I don't care. Like, that's their business. It was something that they didn't want anybody else to have. I don't know. Um, They just didn't want anybody else to win. They wanted to be, like, the head boss bees. You know what I mean? Like, they wanted to control everything, um, but it just really showed their insecurity and their own capabilities and their own um, knowledge and education, and honestly, when you're very secure in what you bring to the table, you do not have to bark up anybody's tree you do not to need to pee on your tree. You do not need to defend your territory in an aggressive or sabotaging manner. You don't, there's nothing to prove because you know what you bring to the table. So um, that is what I mean by when I took on this new role, I was like not expecting this at all. Like, um, but it taught me a lot. It taught me how to stand up for myself. It taught me how to let people know that like I'm here and what I have to say and why they brought me here was for a reason and I won't leave until that reason is fulfilled and so I'm glad to say that those individuals are no longer there and they made their they made their own way out they quickly saw that it was not working whatever they were doing and they removed themselves and they found better opportunities for them and I wish them well and um, I wish them the peace that they need. I wish them, you know, happiness and security and um hopefully they'll they learn something from this situation and hopefully they learned something from me, you know. And uh, you know, there was times where I stood up for the whole team, um, and the whole place I worked at was like, no, 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 this is not the way it's gonna be, this is not the way it's gonna happen. Um, this is wrong and so um in that moment in those times that i encountered all of that stuff like it taught me so much about myself um and still so much more to learn as well. So, you know, imagine being this working woman in this new role and then having to deal with those stressors and then having school to come to and then having to work out and then having to tend to my family and all that stuff. It, it did get overwhelming, but, um, I, you know, you have to have a good support system. So, have a good. Um, support system that's in your corner, friends, family, spouses, children. Um, Have those people in your corner that can just listen and provide positive feedback and constructive criticism and help you work through those uh, processes and you'll be good. And, um, you know, before and this is just a tip. Okay. So of course it's talking about working women, and how, and what I've discovered being in this leadership role and leading a team of individuals. Um, but here are some tips that I probably should have asked before agreeing to come into a new role. Um, so maybe these tips or this one tip can help you if you're, Debating on what you should do. Um, I think the greatest tip for me to give you guys is find out what leadership model the organization follows. Um, as someone that stepped into this new role to discover their own leadership style, um, it's also important to know your own and also the organization and what model they follow. And that will help you see if it's in a line. alignment with your own or not in alignment with your own. So some examples of those are, you know, shared leadership, the authentic leadership model, and just to give you one more, the situational leadership. So shared leadership um, is basically when Authority and power are like equal. Like you're on the front lines together, you're equal. Like you're able to see what each member of the team you're leading, um, what their strengths are, um, what their challenge and when challenges arise, how they what their strengths are and how you can help them apply those strengths to those challenges. And when those arise, um, like who is good for that moment or who can whose strength can um, help the situation at that time. Or when the structure of the organization shifts, then everyone has an important role to play. Um, so it's just shared, like, between everybody. Um, the authentic leadership um, is basically like the chain of command. Like, in the healthcare field, you have, like, CNAs. MAs, um, LVNs, RNs, um, director of nursing. Um, then you have like front office staff, the manager, the director. Um, so it's just taking on that chain of command. Uh, the ones at the top make all the decisions, and there is almost no input from those little worker bees, like the ones like in the front lines. There's really no input from them. Like, but aren't the ones who are like in the trenches? of the organization and are in the day to day, don't they have credibility? Don't they understand what is truly needed in the organization when it comes to daily operations? Like, yeah, like, heck yeah, they do the job every day. Like they're the experts of that job. If it's working well, if it's not working well, what to change, what to leave the same, um, you know, so yeah, they should have some kind of say so, you know, but who am I? And situational leadership. Um, The managers or leaders are at the same level as their employees. They see them every day. They observe and understand their strengths and limitations. In this example, the leader will discover so much about themselves and also develop goals that can help their employees grow. It's kind of like a shared leadership, but in a sense, the situational leadership, um, it helps the employee grow. It empowers them and therefore your organization is full of people that are competent and that if needed and an opportunity arises where there is an opportunity for them to step into another role and become a leader of their own or take on another position that um, is higher pay, then they have a chance at that opportunity. So Um, you know, do those few leadership styles, are those in line with your own? So I think it's important because you're like, yeah, I'm going to take this role and I'm so excited, you know, blah, 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 but you really need to know what the objective is as well. Like, why do you, why, what, what the, or sorry, what does your team need, or what is your team lacking, or what is your organization lacking that you haven't been able to achieve with the three other needs that you have, or the three other managers that you have? Like, what is it? What's the clear objectives? Um, Are they open to discussion? Are they open to hearing, you know, some new processes or some new ideas of, you know, how to approach situations, Um, you know, and those types of things. And those questions um, will help you discover if the role is good for you and if the organization is all about sharing the responsibility or um, or are they just all about like, you just go over there, do what you need to do and um, keep bringing money and keep bringing Things into the organizations, and when it, you know, we'll just drop the hammer on you one day and say, mm, We're gonna take a different route, kind of thing. Like, no you need to be clear and open about everything. Um, so what happens when all of a sudden those things do happen? Like, Oh, you know, by the way, um, the organization is changing the structure of, you know, how we, how we have been functioning so far and therefore, um, we're going to have to cut back some positions or, um, your role is no longer needed. How do you approach that? You know, what do you do? What do you say? You know, what do you think about? Um, so being a woman <laughs> and working just in general brings with those challenges and tests you and pushes you to the limit, but it can be positive or it can be negative. Um, you have to decide that outcome. So, one, don't think of yourself as a failure, even though you will probably have a moment where you're like, "Oh my God, I didn't! I didn't perform like I was supposed to," or you know, "I'm not good enough," or "I'm not capable enough," or "I'm not knowledgeable enough," um, and that's all bullshit that your own mind is telling you and some some of it might be something they're telling you too like oh it's just you know the knowledge that you bring is just um not where we need it to be or um you're having you don't really know the structure like somebody else has and they've been knowing it for years that's all bullshit to me um and to be honest that has happened to me and it sucks but after you you know talk down on yourself and yeah give yourself that time give yourself that opportunity to sulk in some shitty news but stand up firm rise up and say, you know what, I'm worthy, I'm knowledgeable, I'm educated, and I have a lot of things to bring to the table. And unfortunately, the questions I should have asked in the beginning would have saved a lot of people, a lot of heartache, a lot of turmoil, and jobs. And so I'm worthy and it's okay. Like I know my worth, I know what I bring to the table. And unfortunately, if you can't see me as an asset and you only see me as a tool, well then I'm gonna do things my way and I'm gonna do what I need to do to have my dignity. So, you know, hopefully if you encounter those things, you are successful. And hopefully some tips I shared with you um, are tips that you can possibly jot down and think of um, and know that you will encounter those things, know that you will have the opportunity to think about those things. And there will be opportunities that you're going to have to grow and to step into positions that are going to refine you and are going to help you develop your leadership style and help you develop um, things that you thought you didn't have within yourself and embrace those, you know, step back, embrace them, learn from them and grow into a better person and take those experiences and apply them in your different opportunity. So y'all, being a working woman in the healthcare field in general is challenging, but I can't give up, you know? I gotta keep going, I gotta keep pushing, I gotta keep knowing that um, each day presents with new obstacles, new challenges, but it helps also create a deeper deeper level of thinking, critical thinking, and how to maneuver gracefully, peacefully through those challenges. And if people don't see you as an asset, they will not continue to use you as a tool. So my people, that is me as a working woman in the healthcare field. Y'all know where to catch me already. TMT La Vida on Instagram. DM me with any questions. I might put something on my Instagram story like what is your leadership style? Like are you thinking about going into a leadership role? Um, and also like are you a Latina? Are you a Chicana? Are you a black African American woman? Are you an Asian woman? Are you part of the LGBT community? Are you someone that is going to go into a leadership role or thinking about it and are worried about certain situations that are going to come up and how you deal with that and how you approach those things. You know, so who knows? Check me out on my Instagram. Like I said, TNT La Vida. Um, You will catch me again for another episode. Um, I know T was not here with me and I truly, truly miss her. I wish she was, but she will be back again. And we still have to talk about that Um, first gen, that first gen female that is embracing a new journey and how she is dealing with that and how we can help her deal with that and um who knows she might be a special guest on this here podcast tnt la vida raise one up for the chicanas for the woman for those just trying to change the one podcast episode at a time all right y'all peace